You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delanie Williams and I am joined by Sarah McLean. Hey Sarah. Hey Delanie, good morning. Good morning to you. We are going to get to start a new volume today as we share with our listeners about the Gospel Project for Kids. And so we are in volume five and it is called From Rebellion to Exile. And that's First Kings to First Chronicles and the Prophets. And so when we think about this volume five, we want to remember that the story of the divided kingdom reveals the many warnings God's people received. There are warnings to seek repentance from their sinful, idolatrous ways and to turn to God. As we repent of sin, we are filled with the truth that we were made in the image of God. And so that's the description that we want to think about over these next 13 weeks. All the sessions are in this volume. And then with the beginning of the volume also means beginning of a new unit. And so we're starting unit 13, and it is the people disobey. This will be a session with five weeks, so five sessions will be in unit 13. So the first session of the unit, we talk about the big picture question and answer and the key passage. So this episode will be a little longer than the following episodes, just so we can make sure to introduce this unit and tell you some important information to remember as you're teaching it through these next five weeks. We think about the description of Unit 13, The People Disobey, want to remember that Solomon's idolatry had led the kingdom splitting in two. Just as the people were divided against one another, so were they divided against God as they continued to try to worship the one true God along with false gods around them. God raised up prophets to speak on his behalf and warn the people to worship him alone. So that is our description for unit 13. Now we're going to talk about our big picture question. And the question is, what is idolatry? And so that is younger preschool, older preschool, and kids all have the same question. And the answer differs a little bit between the different ages. And so for younger preschool, and older preschool, they actually have the same answer, and it is, idolatry is loving something else more than God. Then for kids, their answer is, idolatry is a sin of the heart in which we love and value something else above God. Each session during this unit, we're going to see and talk about what it means to love God most, love Him more than anything, and help boys and girls understand that idolatry is loving something else more than God and that it is a sin and that we need to value God above anything and anyone else. And so, Sarah, as we talk about our key passage, will you share with our listeners what the key passage is for each age as well? Sure. So for babies and toddlers and younger preschool, the key passage is the same. And it is love the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 6, 5. Then for older preschool, the key passage is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, Deuteronomy 6, 5. 
For kids, it's listen, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And that is Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 5. Great. Thank you so much, Sarah. And then we've talked about our big picture question and answer, the key passage, and the description for the unit. Now we'll really get to dive into session one for the rest of the episode. And so we're going to talk about unit 13, session one, which is Jeroboam disobeyed God. And we will find that story. Our scripture reference is 1 Kings chapter 12 and 13. And so, Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about what the big idea or what the main point is that we want to remember this session as we're teaching. Sure. So as we're teaching, we want to make sure that we help our kids understand that we have studied how God cared for his people and was faithful to always be there for them. We also learned that he listened to the request for a king to lead them. Some of the kings were men who followed the Lord, like King David. But regardless, every king sinned. Some kings were very wicked and completely rejected God. But in this session, we will learn about a king who practiced idolatry and led the people to practice idolatry too. Our Christ connection for this session is sin always leads us away from God. Jesus came to bring us back to God. Jesus is the true king who gave his life as a sacrifice so we can be forgiven of our sins. Jesus's kingdom will last forever. Great. Thank you, Sarah. This is going to be a great session. A lot of content for our boys and girls to learn and to talk about. And so we now want to move to the next part of our podcast where we talk about the activities that may need a little extra time and prep, or either we have some helpful hints for our teachers as they prepare. And so I'll go ahead and start with our preschool resources in our babies and toddlers guide teachers you will see an activity called choose carefully and this is pertaining to it lists some different nature items that you can provide and just want to make sure uh, put a reminder out there and this goes for any time we're we're offering nature items so we want to make sure they are non-poisonous nature items that you provide for the preschoolers to see also you may prefer to put them in a plastic clear shoebox for the babies and toddlers to see and participate with that activity as well. Then with our younger preschool, we have an activity called paint with glitter. Sarah, that's going to be fun, isn't it? I know now some of our teachers are probably going, oh, she said glitter, right? Yeah, that's- I know. There's some houses where glitter is not even allowed <laughs> to come Right, into right. House. Completely understand. Yeah. And so, Preschool teachers, younger preschool, once you stay with me, don't totally, you know, say we're not doing that activity because it says glitter. Here's what it is. There's instructions about mixing it with some hair gel. What we're symbolizing is the gold, bringing out the gold to help connect it to the story about the golden calves. And so I want to encourage you to mix some of this beforehand so you can see the consistency and know how much you want to mix of the glitter, the hair gel, all of that. Just a reminder too, you do not have to use a lot of glitter. Just a little bit is okay with that washable paint because it's all going to be mixing together. I will share that clear hair gel works best, better than another color, just to make sure that it does stay more the gold and yellow. And some of you 
may prefer not to do the hair gel and the glitter and that's okay you could do this activity with gold washable paint and it would be the same this is just an activity where we thought it would be able to bring in a different medium different type of paint and the boys and girls would enjoy this and i do want to remind our teachers that this is an activity where it's more about the process rather than the product and that's a lot of our activities and especially with art but just a reminder that you're talking about the bible story talking about the Christ connection while they're painting and rather than focusing on what the final product looks like. Also, one more tip with that, you may want to have only a few children painting at one time with this activity. That will help you better manage the paint. Then moving on to our older preschool, there is an activity called Drive Vehicles. You may choose, rather than making roads on the floor before the session, you may have some children that would enjoy making roads themselves on the floor. And so you could give them pieces of tape and they could create the roads as well. And so that's one way you can extend that activity to involve the boys and girls with preparing for it. Then for preschool worship, there is an activity called Decide What's Important. And so as you read the instructions, you'll see as you're writing the preschoolers' answers, it will suggest that you also draw a simple picture next to each item that the preschoolers list. And the reason why we do this is because most of our preschoolers are non-readers. They're pre-readers where they're, they're learning their letters, they're beginning to recognize some words. And so just drawing a simple picture, it doesn't have to be what some people would consider a work of art, just something to help them identify what that answer is, is going to help them recall what you talked about. Those were some of the preschool activities I wanted to highlight. Sarah, if you will go ahead and talk about our kids' activities. Absolutely. So for younger kids and older kids, they have the same activity for the missions portion. It is called God Will Fulfill His Word. And this activity requires glow sticks, but if glow sticks are not available or you just cannot purchase them at this time, you could also use glow-in-the-dark stickers. So you could place the glow-in-the-dark stickers on the index cards, and that way it gives just another way for the kids to find the index cards in the dark. And then for kids worship, there is a group activity called Tear Down Idols. Instead of using blocks, leaders could also collect cardboard boxes leading up to the session and use those instead of the blocks. And then for midweek, we have a welcome activity called Pins, Pizza Pans, and Bible Books. Now this activity is going to take a little bit of time to prepare, but we encourage you to still do it because this is an activity that you can use over and over again throughout your weeks of teaching. So even though it takes a little bit of prep, it's something that we think will be worth it in the long run. Great. That sounds like lots of fun activities as well, Sarah, for our kids. So now to conclude our episode, we talk about what is something that stands out to us about this session or what excites us. And so this could be an activity or just even what, as we were editing, as we were preparing how the Lord spoke to us and maybe something that we want to remind our teachers about as well. And so Sarah, if you'll go ahead and share with our listeners. 
Sure. So the story of Jeroboam might be one that's difficult for kids to see how it relates to their own lives. First of all, we're not kings like Jeroboam. We also don't typically have golden calves or some type of golden statue in our Western culture here. So sometimes it's hard for kids to make these concrete connections between an idol and and the story and an idol in their own life. But I think that we can help kids to draw out aspects of the story that help them understand that they do struggle with idolatry in their lives, that we all struggle with idolatry from time to time. And one way we can do this is by helping kids understand pride. So pride is really the worship of ourselves, putting ourselves, our desires, our demands over the worship of God. And so we can talk about ways that they might do that in their own lives whenever they disobey their parents because they're wanting their way instead of doing what God's way is, or maybe if they are not wanting to share a toy, well, again, that's really boiling down to pride because that's what's something that they're demanding over the way of God, which would say, you know, serve one another. And so this is just one way that we can kind of help draw out what idolatry looks like in the lives of kids. Another way is to draw out the things of this world that kind of pull our allegiance away from God. And so both pride and the idols of this world really try to draw us away from Jesus. They try to distract us from him. But the good news is that Jesus came to seek and save the lost and that he is the one that will draw us to himself. And so we can encourage kids to remember that, that even though you might struggle with idolatry, even though you might have pride in your life like Jeroboam, that Jesus came to give us new hearts with new desires that want to love him above all else and above all other things. And I think that's just one way we can, again, help make this story a little bit more concrete in the minds and hearts of kids. Great word, great word, Sarah. And you know, as you touched on this too, about it, it is a hard story for them to be able to understand or more abstract, I guess, just because they don't have as much to pull on from their past experiences, meaning like you were talking about the idols and all of that. And so appreciate you sharing some concrete ways, some concrete examples. You know, I think this is also a great story to help them understand what sin is. What does sin look like for a preschooler, for a child, to help them, like you're saying, give them some of those concrete examples so they can understand that, yes, idolatry is sin, and telling a lie is sin, saying something unkind, hurting a friend, taking something that isn't yours. Those those are all sins too. I also am excited with this session because I think it works great with our big picture question answer and our key passage. Of course, you can say that about each session, but this really sets it up for the next few weeks. It just works hand in hand so well. So this is something that I want to encourage our teachers to make sure that you are throughout the session talking about that big picture question and answer in the key passage as well. And so this is a good opportunity for boys and girls to understand what sin is. And I think with that, it also is a an opportunity to help the boys and girls see that we need to ask God to forgive us when we make things more important than him. You know, as we're teaching this, we need to also remember that the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and that there are some areas in our lives where we have some idols, me included. And so to make sure that I recognize that and I ask for forgiveness and that I strive to love 
God more than anything and anyone and that I make him most important in my life. And so listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.